does it feel like your parents are trying to control you while you're in college or like treat you as a child? Either way, it could be on a higher level or a lower level of they want to nurture you, but like don't even treat you as an adult. There's many different levels, but in college, we really want good relationships with our parents, both a gaining independence so we can make our decisions, but also going to them for actually helpful and purposeful advice when we need it, right? Basically, we want to be friends with our parents in college. I know I did. So, you want to do it yourself, but need your parents at the same time. I have a friend, my friend Jeannie, who has the podcast, raising her confidently about how to help moms interact with their teen girls, but I thought I'd flip it on the other side because she has some young adult children, and about like what moms and parents are thinking when they are trying to let go of their kids as they go to college. Yes, I called you guys a kid. I do that to lots of people, but you're adults, but like your parents' kid, right? Do you feel like they're trying to control you? Do you feel like you're 10 years old when they start to talk with you and tell you exactly what to do, or maybe you don't empathize or validate anything you're feeling or just any of it. This topic ties into mental peace aspect of my podcast name, Money and Mental Peace, because with relationship struggles hanging overhead while you're trying to pay for college, like, no, that can be overwhelming. Ain't nobody got time for that, right? We're going to talk about how to have a better relationship with your mom and parents in general through boundaries and communication while you are in college, university, and school, secondary school, whether you are living away from home or at home, both have its own concerns. At home, maybe you're still used to it, but you're in a different level now and communication is different with your parents. And at school, maybe... They want to call you all the time, or you don't feel like they give you, they know what you're going through and can give you the best advice, or they always want to give you advice and never just want to listen to what you have to say, right? There's so many aspects to this, but I really thank Jeannie for coming on. We're going to have a great conversation, guys. Let's get into it. Hey, girl. Welcome to Money and Mental Peace. Do you want to find scholarships and avoid student loans? You find yourself Googling easy scholarships and how to pay for college. Do you feel overwhelmed with life in general that you can't even think about paying for next semester? Hey, I'm Kara, and in college, I too was worried if I was good at money. I couldn't find scholarships that worked specifically for me, and I didn't know how to get started while juggling homework and all the things. But that changed through prayer and God's direction. I tested out of classes, learned to budget, and found those perfect scholarships and even had $10,000 left over in the bank after graduation. At BTW, my parents weren't able to help me financially either. If you're ready to find scholarships specific to you, manage your money well, and just stop being broke, then grab your cold brew and TI-89 because class is now in session. Before we talk to Jeannie, if you're new here, I want to let you know about our Facebook group called Christian College Girl Community. You can come over there and post questions about paying for college without student loans, uh, scholarships, anything that's on your mind, as well like as well as sure this what's going on in your relationships. Have you ever wanted to just be like I am at a loss? I asked Google; they have different advice, but I just want to ask someone who has gone through this. Come in our Facebook group, ask me questions that are on your mind around paying for college and scholarships and what's going on with your school situation. And I'll both tell you what I know and just pray with you. So head on over. 
you can go to the link tinyurl.com slash Kara community. That is Kara with a K, community with a C. tinyurl.com slash Kara community for some free community and free advice. Come ask me your questions. All right, let's get into it. Hey guys, and welcome back to Money and Mental Peace with my friend Jeannie, who have never had the privilege of actually pronouncing her last name. So I'm going to have her pronounce it, say who she is, tell about her podcast and a little bit about herself. How are you, Jeannie? I'm doing great and it's okay. I have many people that have mispronounced it many a time. So I appreciate you giving me a chance to say it. I'm Jeannie Baldomero. And I am the host of Raising Her Confidently, and I'm a mentor and course creator for moms of tween teen girls so they can create open communication with them. Um, i from sunny San Diego. Literally, it's still sunny. We're, our high is about going to be 78. So don't be jealous. Wow. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then I have three kids of my own, two young adults and one uh, older teenager who is actually starting college early. I say college in quotes. Uh, she's a trained ballerina and off studying on her own thousands of miles away from me. Wow. Uh, and we have three fur babies and I've been married to my husband for 23 years. <laughs> Congrats. That's awesome. Thank you. So, Thank yeah, you so, so we're here today kind of a little different that I haven't talked about. Anybody OGs of the podcast, I have branched out in different areas to like um, body image and mental health in different areas and, and different things around um, for college girls, college students. But today, let me let me just pinpoint a few things. Anyone listening, like you're probably wanting to get scholarships, trying to pay for college, um, be nice to do it debt free, or you just student loans are scary, right? Maybe your parents had them. Maybe there's clashes talking about money. Maybe you have parents who are like so um not in your life to be helpful or encouraging, or like don't listen to your problems, just want to tell you what to do, whatever. Um, or even just a friendship, or are like too clingy <laughs> and won't let you have some independence finally you know um there's just a range of things with parents of anyone i'm talking with um if you're going into college soon or you've been in college and i thought Jeannie would be a great person to talk about um from this other angle of staying connected with your parents while trying to do all the adult things having the balance of independence and friendship so that a just because you want a relationship with them and that's the most important and b tied to like our podcast pain point and tagline like maybe they know of some scholarships maybe they can talk about with you um finances you could even ask them ad advice that wouldn't be them hovering over you but would have sure advice that directs you in actually a great direction like we just would like a good relationship with our parents while we're transitioning into friendship phase right so um my questions are, we're just going to be conversational. You know, Jeannie has experience with this. And my first general question is broad, and I'm sure we'll nitpick a little more into it. But how in the world do my listeners stay connected with their parents while trying to gain this other sort of independence? And sometimes it's a weird balance. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I understand it because I was a college kid. I want to say kid, adult, 
decades ago, but I also am going through it with my own kids who are of college age and allowing them to be independent in this stage. I have to tell you, uh, if you're listening, that this is a stage that parents actually covet. They look forward to the day they can become friends with their children. And you guys are at the sweet spot. And they might not necessarily show it or act like it, but they really do. This was something they were looking forward to going through that tumultuous teen stage and having gone through it and passing you along to college or whatever, uh, you know, area that has led you after call after high school, that they truly want this friendship with you. They truly want a relationship with you, regardless of how they show it. Right. So what is the tricky part? How do you stay connected with your parents without, you know, feeling that, oh, gosh, here we go. I'm 10 years old again. <laughs> She's telling me what to do. Um, believe it or not, I think one is grace. Right. You know, we talk about how God gives us the unlimited gift of grace and how it's a gift that we get to receive. But also young adults adulting, you get to adult now, is giving some grace back to your parents. Because like I always say that kids don't come with a manual. We only come with the experience that what we've lived through, right? And sometimes we forget about what it feels like to come into adulthood, what it feels like to begin as a young adult and really fly in independence, right? That desire to want to do it yourself but yet need your parents at the same time, right? So give grace to your parents because they're trying to shift too. You know, parents aren't a switch. For years, they've guided you, cared for you, almost told you how what to do and let you make some choices regardless of, of their consequences or not, right? And also celebrated in the wise choices you've made. So having for them to fully let go and, and really release you to fly is very hard for them. So grace, grace, grace. I actually talk to a lot of moms about shifting their role and how it can be hard until they notice that it's getting in the way of the relationship. Then the shift isn't necessary. But if it's getting in the relationship, the way of getting in the way of your relationship with your parents, this is where you get to communicate back, Right. So the next is really my advice to you is to really set pause that. Do you mind if I pause that real quick? Just before we switch to the next thing. I loved what you talked about how the parents were raised because if anyone's listening to, why do I always say that? Of course they're listening if they're listening to this. Anyways, um, (laughs) whoever's listening, uh, What's up with like your grandparents? Can you imagine if you would have know how you, even if you love your grandparents or they stayed in their ways and different things, can you imagine growing up in that household? And maybe your parents are either like that or they tried to do the exact opposite because it frustrated them. Um, that's even understanding and even maybe asking your mom and dad, um, like, about when they were this age, what they went through, there might trigger something that's even like, my mom wouldn't stop calling me every day. And then you'd be like, very humbly and kindly. That's how I'm feeling when you do A, B, and C. But that's a communication. You're now given the privilege of being an adult that can learn to communicate and set boundaries 
to develop friendship. So what did I, yes. would, would you agree with that? And then how would you go into, like, you were going to go into the practical, but I just wanted to throw out there, like, you can actually ask your parents how it was for them growing up. I think they would love to hear that. What I would think so, Jeannie, wouldn't a mom, wouldn't you want your kid to come and ask, what about when you were a kid? I feel like they would love that. Oh my gosh. Yes, they would. <laughs> it's, it's, we have a, a, a plethora of experiences and from the experiences come wisdom. So yes, we would love to share our stories of how it was like back in the day or how it was like at your time during your age with my own parents. You know, I share a lot of stories with my own kids about how my parents parented me. And sometimes they're in shock because they don't see that in their grandparents with them, obviously, because yeah. they're grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, it's such a connection point when you want to hear uh, stories. You know, if you want to connect with your parents in a rapid way is ask about their stories and they will gladly share it with you. That's a great that. way to connect, you know? And then second, it's boundaries. Really, you know, you're entitled to creating boundaries for yourself as well. Okay, now these aren't negative boundaries, like I'm going to build walls so that you can never speak to me, mom. It's really healthy boundaries. When I say boundaries, I mean healthy boundaries. That means clearly setting realistic expectations when it comes to your relationship with your parents, right? They are now your friends, right? But I did say it does take some time for both of you to adjust to what that's going to look like, right? But when you think about friendships, think of your own friendships with your with your friends. You know, how do you connect with your friends? Um, what do you what do you talk about with your friends, even with adult friends that you have that are mentors to you? How do you speak to them? When do you go to them? Um, how do you receive information from them, right? And that is the same type of posture you want to have with your parents, but in a different way. It's easy for me to say that your your mom needs to let go of being mom, but that's not true. Your mom will always be your mom, but she will she will always be your mom. She just needs to shift a role, right? And you get to help guide her into being that friendship into uh, being a friend with her and just reminding her that there are some things that you just want to talk about out of friendship and some things that you really don't need to resolve. So this is one thing I actually tell moms to ask their teens when they're talking. So we talk about open communication and how to not overcross and overstep boundaries so that girls don't shut down, right? And this is to you, like, how do I not shut down and feel like I'm 10 years old again when my parents start to talk to me? Well, it's just being verbal. When you're about to talk to your mom or your dad, just let them know, hey, I just need you to listen to this. I really don't need you to solve it. I just need you to listen to it. I don't need you to solve it. Because then that sets the expectation that you just need a listening ear. You want to kind of vomit and process what you have to say with them. And it's a clear expectation that allows them to know that, okay, you just don't want me to solve. I can ask questions so that you can solve your own problem. And that helps with feeling like your parents are trying to control you, right? So just be clear and just say, I just need to share this with you. I don't need you to solve it for me. I love that. Right. 
this expectation before the conversation. Would you say it could be helpful if at the end, like, um, you could ask their advice on like a really small thing that they actually know about? Or would that send it too much into a spiral of, and then let me solve all these other things? It could probably depend on the person, but I, I just right. wonder if that could change it into a friendship mode. Like, what would you ask your friends? Like, what should I watch on Netflix next? I mean, like, your parents <laughs> might actually want to have that kind of advice relationship with you like like that. Just right. like, any thoughts around that? It depends on the conversation, right? So if it's something that she just wants or he just wants to process, and they really don't want you to be talking to me about it. Like, for example, my daughter and I talk every day on FaceTime. There are some days she's just washing her face and I just stare at her <laughs> or she'll just talk to me and we'll just talk like Netflix movies we've watched. Yeah. But there are some days where she loves her roommates, but she's exhausted to just simply be around the different dynamics of people and personalities. Yeah. That she just needs me to listen and not sit there and fix the situation. So sometimes parents don't know the difference, right? They just want to fix things to make things okay for their kid, even when they're an adult. So if from the get-go, there's a specific conversation, like my daughter will say, I just need to tell you this. I don't need it to be solved. Then it's clear for me as the receiving end, as mom, that I know I'm just listening and I'm not going to sit here and correct her. Because if I do, I see it in her face that she's like, oh gosh, here we go. She's trying to correct me. And she didn't really listen to what I was saying. Mm -hmm. So this is where on, on uh, the student's behalf to connect with your parent is just simply being clear. Like tell them like, hey, I'm about to share something. I just need you to listen. I'm just like, decompressing. Um, I don't really need it to be solved. So that way it doesn't go into this rabbit hole of like, okay, I'm going to shut down now because he's, she's trying, he or she is trying to mm -hmm. control me or solve it when I don't need that. Right. I love that. That's the communication. Yeah. What amazing thing would be able to like anyone, someone might be listening to you, to, to you and be like, I would love that. <laughs> I would love <laughs> to be able to have that where we could just talk Netflix or we could, or I could legitimately ask certain questions, but then it wouldn't go off into giving advice and all these other things. So is there a time that on the opposite side of the coin that a helpful way for a daughter to ask their parents, like give me the mind of a parent, like when they truly need this advice or even if it's tied into like financial or like scholarship type things like to be honest you guys out there your parents might even have a scholarship connected with their job or know someone yep. who does and it might not be scholarship related and I'm not saying your relationship is only to get money but just that's still an <laughs> advice type of thing like what's a great way Jeannie in the mind of a parent for a student to approach their parents looking for actual advice but trying to be maybe clear about it that it doesn't go off into a bajillion other tangents yeah so I um I definitely would 100% agree that parents are a great source for wise counsel. They will definitely have your best interests at hand, for sure. Uh, but how do you approach a parent about seeking advice, like whether it be like scholarships within the work or help, simply asking, hey, I need your help. Can you help me with this one thing? Mm 
-hmm. be very specific. Like I need your help. Can you help me with this one thing? Mm -hmm. And parents saying even one thing, it's like the focus, the one thing. Yes. The one thing, because parents can get that. Like it's one thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And if they still like go and like, kind of like overreach, right. That's where the grace comes into play where you're just like, okay, I just needed the one thing. And if you got your answer, that's totally fine. You got your answer. Yeah. And just know that in the next couple of years, especially when you're going to college, some, you know, and maybe living at home still, uh, parents feel like they have this authority over you too. I mean, granted, if you're living at home, there are some rules that you still have to follow, but the transition between friendship and co- being coached will be this great area for some time. But if you can be respectful, clear, right, and gracious consistently, right, then you will start to develop this connection with your parents <clears throat> where it starts to become more friendship based. Right. And over time, as your parents start to adjust to your relationship will start to shift, mm-hmm. right? It's not going to be the same. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be telling you what to do, especially if you don't live at home. It's different because you have this space that is a, a physical boundary, mm-hmm. right? But if you are at home going to college still, that might be a little bit more tough. But if you're specific, have those clear boundaries and gracious then you will be fine consistently because you can only control what you can control. You can't control the behavior of your parents, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Just like what I tell my parents or my moms, you can't, you can only control what you can control. You can't control your behavior of your daughter. So looking at the big picture, right? What do you really truly want from, from your parents? Yes, advice, but overall you want friendship. And what are the small things you're willing to let go of that will benefit your friendship over time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I love that. The yeah. small things to let go of, because there might be some instances that something comes up and it's probably just best to shrug it off and give it grace. But perhaps there becomes a pattern of something happens like three, four times, then maybe you can develop kind of a strategy of, of talking around that or communicating around that perhaps. I'm not sure exactly. it's an exact science formula, but um, there could probably be mountains or molehills. Depends on either one. Yes. And I think communication in general, it's, it's handling conflict resolution. That's a life skill that I think anybody needs to learn, but also practicing that on your parents. If this becomes a constant conflict for you, being okay with addressing it with your parents, you are an adult in a gracious way, respectful way, right? I think tone, words, and timing matter. Tone, words, and timing matter, especially when it comes to addressing a conflict you may have with your parents. Yes, I'm writing all this down because Janie doesn't know this, but I lived at home all through college and into my 20s, and there were some really hard times around that instance. Interestingly, with different dynamics, more with my mom somewhat that I was looking more for friendship, but there was other spaces we were shifting into. Um, My dad too, but he's more one that will give me advice if I ask for it and is not always just, it's an interesting dynamic. But I wrote some very specific things down, being respectful, clear, and gracious, tone, words, and timing, which I love. Mm -hmm. Because you know, like, if you have roommates and they're not mourning people and you really need to address a hard thing, but you know 
they are just like dead in the morning. Would you really talk to them in the morning? I mean, you might if it's the only time that there's a chance, but like if you have other opportunities, like transitioning that into the mindset with your parents. Um, I remember there were some instances, and this is back like high school to college and it was like or even in high school I think and my mom would want help with something when she needed help with something which is great like I can Mm -hmm. be helpful but I was in the middle of a project or something and I was getting to the point and I was still a minor you know at this point but there was still a time I remember eventually we had to have a conversation where I was like um, I would love to be helpful but can we like plan these times or if you need help with supper or whatever because like, do you want me to show you my schedule? Because like in high school, eventually I was handling all my schedule and all my own things. I was like, I just it's so hard for me to stop in the middle of this. And like then eventually, like she got that, you know, and, and how hard that was. Um, And then also I would feel kind of resentful around that. And then she's like felt like, oh, you don't want to help around the house now because you're a teenager. And I was like, no, I'm like I'm being responsible. I'm trying to get an A. Like there was some hard stuff even at that age. And then going into high school or college because I did live at home. Eventually I and it was interesting. I, I'm not saying this to like toot my own horn because it was painful to learn. But I eventually did have to learn like, what are you expecting of me? Because you guys could just say, I don't live at home anymore. You can just, no, not kick me out, but just say, we need these things if you're going to live at home. And if they didn't lay those down, then I would be like, then why do I have to do them if they're not the expectation? Like, I would get confused. And that's another thing that I've found with parents. And again, I'm not saying I'm the best at this because I've had a lot of frustration in this. But words that I've found that have worked well with my parents is the word confused. (laughs) If there's a literal Mm -hmm. opposite of expectation boundaries versus what was said, I often have gone to them and been like, you told me this, but it feels like you're expecting this. I'm confused. And you're legitimately confused. And people usually want to help solve the confusion. So I don't know what you think about the word confused, but I've loved that one. (laughs) Oh, no, I I love the word confused because that's what I use, too, is because if you're not clear, there's confusion and 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 that confusion can be assumed as rebellion. Yeah. But it's not or attitude right? It's simple. It's simply confusion because what you're expecting and what I interpreting are not the same, mm-hmm. right? So uh having, again, going back to clear expectations, using verbiage that's understood one way. And I do this with our, with our boys who are young adults right now is we actually meet with each other on a monthly basis to kind of talk about, Hey, what's going on with the house? Like, this is where I need you to help you know, and communicating and having, giving each other space to communicate like, Hey, this is the Christmas season. I'm working 40 hours. I won't be able to. So we understand it's almost, and this is what we talk. We, we live as roommates and, Mm -hmm. and I think parents, you know, can sometimes feel like it's their home. Yes but forget that they're an adult and that there's, this is a roommate situation, right? And letting go of the, I'm telling you what to do to these are the expectations so we can live together. You know what I mean? I actually, actually had a conversation that I was like, can we be roommates now? Cause I had started to pay rent and like do other stuff too. And, and, and it had to get to that point because I was like, I just can't drop everything and, and go do this other thing. I love that. And yes, 
This is so cool. Actually, this is like I probably needed you <laughs> like 10 years ago when you talked about you wanted to hear about my stuff so many years ago um, because I actually yeah. started asking my mom <laughs> if we could do logistics meeting once a week because whenever I would see her, I would feel like we were talking <laughs> logistics and I told her I just want to hang out with you or like say hey or tell what we're talking about in life, but it was always logistics and by that I could mean any yeah. sort of planning for family events, the house, caregiving, we helped my grandma and so eventually we did. We, 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 I mean, if there's stuff that we needed quick, we'd text each other, but we would save things that could be saved until Saturday at lunch and we'd have lunch together and we'd talk logistics and then we'd leave them be. That was That's amazing. Good. And now I'm like, I'm not even married, but I'm like, I'm going to need to have some logistics meetings because <laughs> I don't want to be the wife who, if I'm ever married, who's like nagging on questions, but like you need questions answered, but like trying to do it all at once. I, yeah. th- we weren't trying to tie this into a whole relationship opinion, like romantic, whatever, but <laughs> there's a big difference there on what are we? Are we, is it mother and child? Are we roommates? Are we like, what? Define the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> are, we relationship. are we engaged? Are we, <laughs> are we in a friend relationship? However you say that, like, are we parent child? Like just define the relationship, I guess it seems like what right. you're saying, right? Yeah. Define the relationship and set those appropriate boundaries, right? Yeah. Um, the boundaries as a high school student is not the same when you're in college or even a young adult with your parents. Mm-hmm. So having, being okay to even starting those conversations like you did with your parents. Sometimes parents don't even think about like what you need. They just know like, this is what I think you need, Mm -hmm. but they don't think about what you may need and they won't know unless you communicate that. And so being okay with uh, coming up to them and asking for a logistics, um, logistics meeting once a month or, even just establishing, okay, so what is our living situation if you're living at home in college, through college, or even um, logistics being away, like, what are your expectations? It's really setting those boundaries with relationships. It's okay to have boundaries in relationships. I even have boundaries within my own marriage. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's okay to have those boundaries and being clear with them with whoever you are relating with so you can have that healthy relationship and connect in a healthy way, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. I just, yeah, uh, guys, I was just on Jeannie's podcast talking about like talking to daughters about money and all the things. And then <laughs> having this, like the personal finance, the boundaries, like these are some of the most fun I've had at a podcast swap. <laughs> I just got to say, I love these kinds of conversations. It's so oh, much like- that. All I can say is just going back to like, I mean, I'm not saying you have to have a total contract with your parents, but like what's actually been said or written in stone and what's assumed. You might even need to sit down and write down what's been written, what's been said and what is up in the air and bring that to your parents. But I just I love these boundary type things. It's so cool. I had a friend who um, lived not only outside the home, but states away going to college whenever he'd come home his parents were like, he's home. And they were all excited. But those that were like at home, like he was treated as a guest. And though the kids still at home were like, oh, we still have to do dishes and all this stuff. And they, I mean, it wasn't like a deep resentment thing, but it was kind of like annoying. You know, it's like, there's a big difference living at home elsewhere boundaries. And you can choose if you're going home for Christmas, if you go home and live with your parents during Christmas, or if you need to get a hotel, not that you might have money for a hotel, but I'm just saying like, you're part of this equation too. It, it takes both. So 
I love it. Yeah. Yes. And it's, it's getting out of the mindset that you need to be told what to do all the time. Mm-hmm. It's, it's wise counsel from your parents. It's wise counsel. Um, like I said, respectful and clear and gracious to allow your parents some time to realize that you are an adult now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, yes. Even if you're living at home, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you were talking about contract. We actually have that within okay. our house. Uh, we have expectations from our point of view, and then they, my kids fill out their own expectations from their point of view. And so we come together to see what's realistic and what we can come, come together with and agree upon. And that's what we agree upon for at least the year, right? That is so healthy. That just seems great. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I know it, it seems so mechanical, but if no, you it have seems healthy, right? That's what I'm saying. It's like, if it's concrete and that's, set aside, you don't have to, like you were saying, nag over little things because you've already had this concrete, practical agreement that you have so much room to build relationship around because you have your boundaries set. You know, you're not crossing over boundaries. I love that. This probably could also apply to roommates, guys, if you're in college. Just take everything we said and talk to roommates. This is amazing. Right. Well, those are all the general. Any relationship. (laughs) Exactly. Um, These are all the general specific questions I had, but I just wanted to kind of leave it open and say if you had any other other advice or also reason, you know, tell us about your podcast. And I know it's geared towards the moms, but I do feel like college students who are at and they're adults now. It's not like moms, you know, dealing with like tweens, but adults now, I think, could also use the insight and boundary stuff you lay out. So just any other advice, encouragement, and and how that your stuff might help them too. Yeah, of course. You know, keep the communication open with your parents. Um, they, I want you to know that even if you are in the mode of being independent, figuring out what, what you want to do with your life, on a path or trajectory of accomplishing what you, your dreams, you talked about this on my podcast, your dreams and how they're being fulfilled, that you have a team of people back home who are your parents rooting for you, who have your back. And that just knowing that this is a transition period, like I said earlier, for you guys to kind of figure out and sift where your roles are and what your relationship's going to look like from here, right? Allowing yourself um, to still be respectful. Respectful doesn't mean that I am this child having to be obedient. Respectful means that you are choosing your relationship or friendship over whatever little thing that might be bothering you at the moment, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So always choose relationship because I think... um As you grow older, those relationships with your parents will just grow so much more richer and full of wise counsel. And it's something that I just can't explain with my own parents. Um, But yeah, I would say just continue to know that you have people backing Mm -hmm. you and you have a team of people cheering you on as you pursue what you need to pursue and what God has purpose in your life. I love that. Like whenever I was not living at home and then I would see my mom like outside, like going out to lunch, I'd be like, hi, I missed you. (laughs) You know, like there's a time that it comes and then other times in your day to day, it's hard. So I can see that. I love that. It's true. Yeah. My daughter always says, she goes, I miss you so much. (laughs) 
Yeah. And it's different. Like I, we just actually tomorrow, what's tomorrow, Wednesday, our hundredth episode on raising her competently. She's on and she talks about how she gives advice to moms about how to get your girl to open up to you. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. So if, if you have a chance, listen to episode 100 on raising her confidently or have your mom listen to the hundredth episode of raising her confidently to um, understand like this dynamic. I know your mom is desiring this friendship. Your mom is desiring this friendship of, of wanting to be in your life at a different level. So Send her there. <laughs> yeah, send her send her to her podcast, Jeannie's podcast to her, but in a very tactful, humble way, like this is how I'm feeling, not like you need to do this because that will turn them off just like it would turn you off. Yes, Steve. tone, tone, timing, and words. <laughs> yes. So cool. Oh, so thank you so much, Kara, for having me on. Um, yeah. If you need to find me or want to pass information to your parents, to your mom specifically, it's raising her, raising her confidently.com and she'll find some resources there to better connect with you. So yay. Looking forward to it. <laughs> I love that. I love this. These, yeah. These were really fun, actually. Like sometimes podcast swaps are great, but you know, like I don't feel quite as passionate about the, you know what I mean? But like the grateful <laughs> listeners, but ah, I love yeah. this. All right. Oh, well, so thanks. Good. Guys, until next time, we'll give you all sorts of different opportunities to help you go to college with enough money and mental peace. This really ties into the mental peace part because relationship struggles Mm -hmm. hanging over your head when you're trying to pay for college is overwhelming. So um, we're here for you. Go check out Jeannie at RaisingHerConfidently.com. And thanks for hanging out with us. See you guys next time. Wasn't that awesome? If you love this episode, head on over into our Facebook group, Christian College Girl Community, to let us know what you're going to do to help build up communication and boundaries, or let us know if you have any other questions. I'm there to answer questions for free. The link to get there is in our description below. And also you can go to tinyurl.com slash Kara community, Kara with a K community with a C that's tinyurl.com slash Kara community. All right, guys, Christmas is coming. Merry Christmas. See you all later. Bye. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds and share it with a friend who wants to get scholarships and avoid student loans just like you? Okay, now I'm off to hopefully play some Ultimate Frisbee. I'll meet you back here in a few days for another episode. Bye!